Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack. We're bringing you an exciting week this week, or at least an exciting couple of releases. Uh, we're practically... I'm 14 again. We're back in 2014. Um, <laughs> we've just we got in a time travel machine and travelled back into 2014, and we are, we are in that era right now. I know, it's insane. It really like... Weird. Miley and Selena releasing on the same day is like a fever dream in 2023. Like, huh? Yeah, especially because we've not um, seen Selena in like really 80s. I know. It's crazy. But we will get to that. That's not the first thing on the list, but we will get to that. <laughs> um, but the other thing, which is definitely also a 2014 moment, it's actually a 2013 moment, um, to be exact. Oh, um, nice. But. <laughs> Yours truly is 10 years old on August 30th, so we are recording this on August 28th, for reference. We always expose the days we're recording this on, but we have to. And you are probably watching this on August 31st, if you're a real one, and watch it as soon as the podcast comes out, or you're watching it whenever you're watching it. We love you regardless. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just thanks for watching. But but thanks for watching. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but no, uh, the point is, is that it's been 10 years since Ariana Grande released her very first album, Yours Truly. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Ariana's first album was like highly anticipated after her like success on Victorious and everything that she was doing on her YouTube channel and everything. And then her being signed to a record label, her success was, um, something that was kind of unexpected because i think nickelodeon um expected victoria justice to kind of get that and then ariana got it from victorious which is crazy but um as an original ariana stan like pre yours truly ariana stan victorious ariana stan i it's kind of crazy to me that it's been 10 years since this album because to me it feels like an eternity ago and I talk about like when we talk about like other albums that I feel like that have been a long time ago as well like sometimes I feel like oh that happened just yesterday like when I think to folklore or something for example to me that feels like it happened just yesterday but then like this obviously this is much more long ago than folklore or even like reputation like doesn't feel like long ago But this feels like a really long time ago. And I think it is because Ariana hasn't been making music in a really long time. Um, Obviously, she's being an actor. So that's iconic. I cannot wait to see it. Uh, I know, right? So, and good for her for doing what she wants to do. Like, I don't, I think there's lots of pressure being like, oh my God, we really need a new album from her. But I don't really care that much. Like, if she doesn't want to make music anymore and she wants to do acting as a thing then and more musical stuff like i don't really care i will support her regardless right yeah the reason that this album means a lot to me is like because i can vividly remember the day that the way came out um and watching the music video laying on my bedroom floor while my parents are like i don't know you know being like you need to do this homework or whatever um and i was insane because that's how every child's life is 
And I can like vividly remember the day that the way came out, which is insane to say that there's a lot of moments in my life from when I was 13 years old that I do not remember that I probably should. But I do remember <laughs> this. So <laughs> I remember the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, there's songs on this album that we knew before Yours Truly, and there's songs on this album that were special to Ariana, and they came out with Yours Truly. I think it was really special to me just to see everything, and I remember she did the listening sessions, and a lot of my friends went to listening sessions. I didn't go to the listening sessions because I, she didn't come to Canada for them, and I wasn't allowed to travel to the U.S. back then because I was 13 years old for a concert you know normal shit <laughs> yeah how things have changed um, that's like the daily occurrence for everybody that's like 13 nowadays is like traveling across I... the state in the world <laughs> to see a concert <laughs> yeah. but anyway which is like very normal i'm not complaining about that but i just know a lot of my friends went and yeah. like that's like crazy to me to just to think about it's crazy to me to think about like the friends that i've made because of ariana like just for like reference when I joined like Stan communities or whatever back then, I was part of like Ariana's Stan community and One Direction Stan community. Not so much Taylor back then. Not that I wasn't a Taylor fan, just I, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't as much of a fan online of hers, even though I was like always listening to her music regardless. Yeah. Um, and people are gonna attack me for that, but like I just found that like Ariana's community online was really really welcoming, uh, really accepting. And people say mean shit on the internet nowadays. I feel like her community has become something that it's not. Um, yeah. For th- I would say that you listen to yours true. I listened to yours truly, like in full, front to back, in preparation for this podcast, but not just just because I wanted to, right? As well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this song sounds like 2013. <laughs> Like, yeah. this song sounds like something that would happen in 2013 that like i would never listen to now and i think that has a lot to do with the production not with the actual songs um i mean i and you could probably agree with that like listening it to it today i don't know what you think yeah i think it's um like there's something i'll talk about later with like one of the new releases as well like i think it's just very sometimes artists remind you of that era but it is mostly like the production because the production was so like different back then and it kind of was like a lot more like stripped back like there wasn't as much layers to it or at least i feel like that like i feel like music nowadays is like very complicated because you're yeah everybody's like like it's it's already got to a point where like you've heard like every single way like the chords could be played and like so it's like artists are trying to change it and everything so like so much where if you go back to like albums like like yours truly for example or like albums back in like the 2010s and stuff things are just a lot more like stripped back and they all have the very similar like sound to them but like they all sound different in like a a sick way in a i I don't even know how to explain it but like if you're not like listen to yours truly go back or like even just any like artists from the 2010s if you go back and like listen to like an album back then to like an art like any album nowadays you'll just hear the difference in production and like how the quality has had to be like increase tenfold and like how much layers have had to be added uh-huh. just to like kind of keep people's like attention and like to, to kind of reach it's the funny nowadays. because i kind of disagree okay um because 
I I agree in a general sense that a lot of 2010s music had that. Yeah. But yours truly, in my opinion, didn't really have that. Like, H- Honeymoon Avenue is a really good example. Um, yeah. So the original version of Honeymoon Avenue has these, like, beautiful strings, um, you know, this beautiful sax. Like, you can hear every instrument yeah. in it. Um it's absolutely stunning and i love that and it sounds more like something that i would listen to today where like i love hearing instrumentals and songs like that where you can like hear the music and it doesn't feel like overly produced almost but like the studio version of honeymoon avenue which is on the album is what i i don't really like it as much because it has those electro beats in it Mm -hmm. and I just feel like to me that sounds very 2013 like i just wouldn't <laughs> listen to that now um like if that album came out today i wouldn't listen to it and i think that's something that ariana hasn't been able to do and i i don't think it's necessarily because of her i think it's because of the people who she was influenced by at that age and pressured to make music by which like in a certain way mm-hmm. i think is the reason why her music sounds like that. Um, but it, it's not as timeless as some other artists from her decade. Um, like, there are songs, like Taylor, for example, that, that like, you, you fully, fully enjoy still today. And I, there's very, very few songs from Ariana that I, like, enjoy as much as I enjoyed it back then. Um, just cause it didn't have, it doesn't have that timelessness anymore. Um, doesn't mean it's a bad album and uh, like, we're not hating by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> like this yeah. is such an important album to me and it, it's, uh, but I just want to say these things because 10 years down the line, like things change. Um, and when I talk about the original version of Honeymoon Avenue and the studio version, for those of you who don't know, there was an original version of Honeymoon Avenue that was on Ariana's YouTube and SoundCloud um, way before yours truly came out. And then Honeymoon Avenue ended up being on the album and it was this newer version. And the recording she sang um, for the Live from London sessions that are on the 10-year deluxe version, the Honeymoon Avenue version on there is the original version of Honeymoon Avenue, not the one that's actually on the album, which I thought was a really nice touch. And probably something that most people wouldn't notice unless you're a big fan. Um, no, I'm loving hearing all this lore and stuff. Like, I listen... It's funny how we're talking about Honeymoon Avenue because that's, like, probably one of my, like, favourite Ariana Grande songs throughout the... Like, mm-hmm. our whole discography. Like, um, Yeah. And, that, like, I didn't know that. So that... It's, like, really cool. Like, I obviously have listened to Ariana Grande for a while and, like, being young at that age when I was, like... When Victorious was about, yeah. obviously, you always you always knew of ariana grande but um it's it's interesting to hear it as someone who is like really like deep in and loved like the album and is part of the I'm community insane. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just insane yeah no i'm just kidding um but actually i don't yeah. know that yeah no that's okay i just like i mean ariana's community like helped me um you know into the stand community they're the reason that i'm like i would say that this album is like the reason i'm even making this podcast today um because like this album is like was like what i guess helped me make a lot of friends in the stan community 
And most of those people I don't talk to today, some of them I still do, which is wild. That is wild. Um, internet friends, that is wild. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, like, I think it kind of just, like, helped me feel more confident with other artists as well. Um, just, like, you know, things are different on Twitter now. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, people tended to be nicer but stan twitter yeah, was a, a completely different game back then um yeah and it's nice to see that things have changed while stan twitter can still sometimes be a bit scary it is um and i think it's it's people are more accepting yeah and it's completely okay to be a fan of an artist and not be part of a community or a stan community we've said this countless times but there is that whole um opinion of it and it just doesn't it doesn't line up like you can be a fan without being mm-hmm. fully involved in everything and th- yeah. there's many reasons people aren't and i think a lot of like the people in the stand communities now realize that there's reasons why people weren't a part of like things in the past or just some people just don't feel comfortable doing it so like i don't think yeah. there should be hate involved around people not being like part of a community or or stuff like you can enjoy an artist support an artist without even connecting with the community it just it depends what you're comfortable with i i completely agree um anyway i think we should get into talking about the album and like i want to talk about 10 years ago the way i perceived this album and how i perceive it today when i listen to it okay. i think i look at the track list and like I'm just looking at the track list. I think when when the album first came out, the song that I liked the most was Loving It. Because, I don't know, I was 13. And that was, like, fun to me. Um, and I also really liked Honeymoon Avenue. But with time, I think my favorites are definitely Tattooed Heart and Daydreamin'. Um, Daydreamin' Live is, like, incredible. And I think hearing it, like, live so many times, same with Tattooed Heart. Um, just like at Ariana's shows and stuff, it made me love those songs a lot more. I, I think it's kind of crazy. I think, I think my opinions have changed because like of exactly what I was saying before. I think just, it's more about the production on those songs. Like, um, Daydreamin' and Tattooed Heart have more of a laid back production, which I personally like. Yeah a lot more than like the electronic kind of vibes of like loving it and stuff which i and like my fully least favorite song on this album is better left unsaid um it's just weird because the verses are so good and the chorus just ruins it um and i think 2013 me actually like didn't hate it but now i like listen to it i'm like i can't help but like laugh oh gosh uh, <laughs> maybe that was better left unsaid you might get attacked for that no i think i won't <laughs> i think that's a valid opinion um but like i said i think it's age and i yeah. think that like that's why i think that like this this album is beautiful and like such a work of art but it isn't as timeless as some other music made in that decade and i think Honestly, of our all of Ariana's albums, "Dangerous Woman" is gonna be the most is the most timeless for me. Like, I still love that album, and I think "Thank You Next" will probably come close after that. But that probably needs more time for me to officially say this album is like timeless. 
But for me, I think the reason that yours truly isn't timeless is because I don't think Ariana got to make the music the way that she wanted to in this album. I think, and she talked about this in the Q&A a little bit, but, um, you know, at that time she was like being pressured a little bit by her record label and everything and by like people around her like scooter braun um who like wanted her to work with these like different producers and these like these big produce big name big name producers and big name um people like collaborators which is something that kind of ruined my everything for her like ariana hates my everything because like that album wasn't written by her it was written by her record label like it was just her them pushing her to like w- do collabs with people to get her like more recognition in the industry which yeah. is like stupid and yours truly is kind of like that too like working with the rascals and shit like i just think like i don't know if ariana actually wanted to do that i think and i'm not speaking for her granted i don't know that it's just like the way i understand it I think that she would have rather it been someone else producing the music and just like them trying to like leech off of of trends and stuff that were it in the time. That's why like TikTok music today I think isn't going to be timeless like at all. Like even a song like Kate's Brother where like it was a TikTok it was made for TikTok, right? Like yeah. let's be real. Like that song is good good that's funny that song is like it's it's not it's made for the time and we're gonna listen to that song we listen to that song today a year later and we laugh and like think about how we're gonna feel about it five years from now when like nobody's on tiktok anymore it's gonna be awful right like (laughs) it's gonna be like hilarious but yeah i think if you truly want a timeless piece of art you need to forget about trends and forget about popularity in the time which obviously isn't what a record label wants because they want to make money off the music now yeah uh they don't care about it like being timeless or something but it's something to talk about on the 10-year anniversary i think it's important anyway jack what are your favorites and least favorites on this album and has it changed over the years um before we just when you said that then uh, about like uh artists being pushed into like releasing stuff that does well i think this is why like mm-hmm. we're personally i'm such a big fan of indie because i feel like they have a lot more control to like release stuff that they want oh to release. yeah like if i think artists that work under independent record labels are 100 percent like more in control um of their work and i think that that's really special for sure so i i kind of originally had the thought of when they release or like re-release albums like this like it kind of takes you back into that like decade or that time so it, like when you're re-listening to an album that say it was released in like 2013 like you if you like actually tune in and listen to it like your brain goes back to that time you remember like the first time you played these songs and like what you were feeling and where you were mm-hmm. and, and everything so i think there's a lot of nostalgia when it comes to these these albums and sometimes the nostalgia can like kind of like pull like a will over your eyes so i think sometimes mm-hmm. you don't hear like how maybe like as you said like timeless these songs aren't um or like things like that just because you you're instantly your brain's like oh this is like 
like this is I remember this and this like this song made me happy back then blah blah, blah. um but I think like with this album um anybody could expect it I think it's never going to change and it never will change but the way um is yeah <laughs> yeah incredibly important um to me and it's been um I don't I'm going to be fully up front um I don't listen to a lot of Anna, Anna Grande um but a lot of the songs that I do listen to are kind of like the projects with Mac and and Thank You Next I really like Thank You Next um mm-hmm. as a whole um and uh, Dangerous Women as well um oh my god same favorite definitely the way and it will never change is one of my favorites um and that's all I'm going to say because my brain won't allow me to say any more about Mac and, and Ariana Grande but I think uh, for, <laughs> for least favourite song um, I think it's hard you don't want to get attacked on the yeah, internet I'm scared. So. Honeymoon Avenue is also <laughs> another favourite I'm just going to list my favourites Honeymoon Avenue <laughs> The Way um, Tattooed Heart uh, and I'm not going to say any ones I don't like because I'm scared um, but I think <laughs> I, I think what you were saying is, is right I think like a lot of record labels um, especially with with um, artists that came from like tv shows and everything back then from like nickelodeon or disney there was like a Mm -hmm. very like well thought out plan that had already worked for previous people in the past and i think they rely on it too much so they have like the songs in the style that does really well that they then put onto like selena and then selena released songs and and done things that worked really well with like people in the past and like demi the same thing happened with demi and i think these things just happen and it's that's um, Sucks. Yeah, and they're like a lot of their like prior songwriting. I honestly think I think that Sabrina Carpenter was probably the first person to break that of like coming from TV. Yeah, and she didn't do exactly what everyone else did, and she's still extremely successful. Oh yeah, she's um, killing it. Yeah, and I and then like it kind of paved the way for people like Olivia Rodrigo and stuff to, to also like kind of do their own thing if they wanted to do music even after TV and not feel like you know as much pressure um, which and I think Olivia did that even more and is very successful as well so it shows like those things didn't have to be the case back then and and obviously culture has changed a lot now but like I think yeah it didn't have to be the case back then so it doesn't have to be the case now um and because it's working today that like artists can feel a lot more musical freedom after and instead of just following this mold it makes me quite sad for those artists who like kind of went through that as kids and you know now those like things are going to follow them and we'll talk about this more when we talk about the new Miley and Selena music as well it's just like you know those things like follow you um forever regardless of like how amazing you are doing with your music today yeah and and it's sad <laughs> it's literally like back then like what artists call tiktok songs is like the way yeah. that artists were kind of forced to or like put in positions to release music back then it's like songs that would do really well in the charts and it followed the same plan and and it had these certain things that would do really well yeah. and it, it did take away a lot away like creativity away but it it's definitely good to see like artists like Sabrina and Olivia and, and everything coming out and 
it's like they're not being pressured as much to release things or like that they're getting like their whole like creative vision taken away from them um and it is really nice to see the industry has kind of changed and, and i hope it only gets better that way um because why not like they're the ones with the talent so let them like do what they do best and like just perform and i think it's quite sad i mean you're seeing it like you're right like we're seeing it today with with um tiktok artists as well and i i actually think it's kind of crazy because i feel like taylor with all of her stuff being like very self-written and things and obviously she had label pressures yeah as well too i'm not saying that she didn't but like compared to some of the artists that came from tv like miley selena ariana like i think she had less um and it's it's um that's just how i see it i i don't like we don't know the truth we don't know what happened behind the scenes i just that's just how i see it um especially because those artists came from tv and they're like i think it's kind of crazy how like taylor has like exploded in popularity now because people see her like older music is like very authentic and it's funny to me because i think that other artists could have that same potential with the, their older music if they made it m- more timeless <laughs> like we were talking about yeah. it is what it is i think it's okay i mean it's still really nice to like reminisce on on yours truly and everything and speaking of reminiscing on yours truly um ariana has been doing a bunch of stuff so she released the live versions of a few songs and she's going to be releasing more throughout the week um the audios are already on the deluxe version on spotify but the videos are um going to be released on her youtube channel every day so so far we've gotten honeymoon avenue daydreaming and baby eye um and later we will get tattooed heart right there and the way um but you will not see me on release day of the way (laughs) i will be yeah i will be gone (laughs) i um yeah that's gonna be tough i know <laughs> i think something that i really want to say is it's crazy like these videos i absolutely love them the live versions i absolutely love i love hearing the band you know ariana in all of her tours in since the very very start you know unlike um she's had like a huge band with her always with like she's had like a string quartet and sax players and and like Oh, I abs like it's one of my favorite parts of hearing her live, like hearing those musicians play that kind of music with her beautiful voice or um on it. I just like absolutely stunning. So like having that like full band with her doing these music this music, it's it it it, it touches home for me. I love it. <laughs> Something that I will say is that her her vocal training from doing like wicked and like musical kind of singing like you have to be very good at enunciating which is something that people always make fun of ariana for but you can really hear how much she's improved on that in the live versions of these songs which is really nice i absolutely love it (laughs) like we're actually not ready for a world that has ariana grande at the full strength <laughs> she will be at after like this wicked stuff in her next album after that like oh my god I, we're not it's ready crazy uh, yeah uh, very mm-hmm. like one honestly one of the most talented like artists of her like generation and it is like that was like i guess her only like i feel like the only thing that would ever be like brought up about her voice is, is the like the H- enunciation yeah. yeah so we're we're not ready uh, yeah 
we're not ready because her voice is so strong i mean like yeah like that's what she's always been known for is her vocals so yeah, yeah i think it's crazy um she's also done some q a's on tiktok um a few notable things that she did talk about in the q a she talked about um there's one question that was like what would um positions ari say to like what advice would positions ari give to um yours truly ari and what she said was make sure to say no and ask for days off when you need it and i just think every single young artist probably goes through that like being like you know shipped off to different countries every day to do promo to play at different places and like it can get tiring i imagine and like obviously like maybe a lot of those things is the reason she has been as successful as she is like doing that when she was so young but it's still like sad a little bit to see like that because you're not even like getting a proper rest on the road as well like no matter how much you travel or tour there is no way like anybody ever can get like a proper rest like when they're on tour to compare to even like a rest day at home would do so much better than like mm-hmm. a rest day on the road. Um, but it, it's very drilled into artists, I think, like when you see like an artist start to pop off, it's like they instantly like, or you see them like booking as much as they can and, and it's and it, it's sad because there's like, obviously there's a lot of pressure behind, behind them and obviously they want to do it as well because then it's like, it's like, uh, piggybacking like off the success of like their like their recent success so they're trying to like garner that audience and keep them and like ele- elevate mm-hmm. at the same time but it is like especially when you're that young like i feel like there was especially back in 2013 is like there was nobody really like speaking out about really anything like mental health and stuff and and you would just get on with it like so much more than you do nowadays like i feel like artists are definitely a lot different now where some might still not feel comfortable in like stopping or like breaking having a break or whatever but it is like a lot better now than it it was because i i can't obviously wasn't there when ariana grande was like doing all this stuff and like just maybe wasn't able to do it um or like maybe just wanted a break but like you could probably imagine like how much she really needed it at certain points and just maybe didn't feel like she even had the possibility to like like i just need to slow down like i just need an extra day or something like something so small as that but um it's very hard that's sad though it is really sad but it's like it's good to see her like on kind of on the other side of it another really funny thing from the q a is um when so there was an original cover art i don't know if you know jack i'm gonna send it to you right now um this is the original cover art and Jack will put it on the screen for YouTube. Um, yeah, okay. This is the original Yours Truly cover art. And it got posted, and then all of the fans were like, we hate this. <laughs> so, she, so she changed it to the actual one. Um, and so somebody asked her about that and, like, why she changed her mind and, like, whatever. And she said this. She said, well, it's horrible. It's not horrible. It is. You were right. <laughs> you guys got very angry when you saw it. I was very sad about that, and I changed it. Oh. You were right. But you're not always right. Your bullying has been consistent for the past 10 years. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. But we have to thank them like, for that yeah. because the, the on it, other honestly, one is so 
I remember that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like now, like thinking about it, like, ugh, yeah, thank God. Thank so God s- that wasn't the outcome. Yeah, it's like, see if so you look bad. at it, it's literally just like stereotypical, like 2013, this, like. Yeah, it's off. Remember how we talked about this album isn't timeless? Well, at yeah. least the album cover is timeless. <laughs> that is true. Thank God. <laughs> the thing is, see if she released uh, that was the album cover for that. What would it have been for, like, because if, I feel like, obviously, the one she changed it to is, like, black and white-ish, and then she kind of went with that, yeah. like, my everything, and, like... And then Sweetener was her first not black Yeah, and white so do you album, think yeah. she would have went a different lane if this one didn't get as much hate? <laughs> Maybe? Okay. It's interesting to know. And then one other fun thing that she did say was, um, essentially, um the way music video was made like without the label without anybody it was like they had a guy with a camera and they had like scotty and brian and they had like balloons and a green screen and some lights and they just made it on like five dollar budget which is insane yeah Yeah, literally insane and so fun because i love that music video (laughs) so like it's fun that that's that's the case i um it's kind of crazy because I think it's like, yeah, it shows like the most of her personality and stuff as well. Um, so that's nice, I think. Yeah, so the Q&A was good. And I think, yeah, <laughs> don't know what to say. <laughs> Thanks for answering your question, Jenny. I think Andy. Sorry for... The, well, the we, didn't an- we didn't ask no, I, I asked that one. Yes. I asked that question. Yeah, that was me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got an Ariana Grande notice. You jealous? I mean, I have had an okay, Ariana right. Grande notice flex too, flex so she, she used to follow me on Twitter. Okay, right, now so. you're just flexing. Now, now she doesn't have a Twitter, <laughs> That is actually so sad. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Did you take screenshots of it before? Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's... I mean, Frankie Grande follows me on Twitter too, oh, so. Oh, we love that. Yeah, we actually do love that. That's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> that's iconic. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I think that's it for, like, the Yours Truly stuff. She released some merch, which is actually really cute. Taylor's team could never release cute merch like that. Like, it is cute, cute. Yeah, it's um, So, that's fun. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of it for, like, 10 years of Yours Truly. I hope that Ariana releases new music soon, and I hope that... I think there's one thing I want to say. Okay. Is that the reason that, like, I, I don't like listen talk about her or like you know stan her as much as i used to i guess i would say isn't because like i don't know i'm fake or something it's just because like i think her music was good until like thank you next kind of and then like even like sweetener was like meh for me at the time and i think positions was like kind of the thing that was like okay, like, I just don't like this anymore. Like, this isn't for me. Because it it almost felt like Positions just, like, you know, at that, when Positions came out, I was, like, 20. I didn't want to hear an album all about sex. I'm not, like, 16 anymore. Not that her old albums were all about sex. I mean, like, my two favorite Ariana albums, like, Dangerous Woman and and Thank You Next are, like, her two least albums all about sex, <laughs> um, which is, like, why I like them so much, probably. Yeah. Um but like i just think that what happened with ariana is she found something that worked for her and she stuck with it and she didn't decide to grow with her fan base 
So her fan base just got younger and younger and younger because she was always catering to the same age of people. Yeah. And as I grew up, I grew out of it. Whereas with someone like Taylor, she grew with her fans. Her music grew with her fans. And today we can listen to her music and feel like we love it and relate to her music today. And then also look, listen to her older music and think, wow, like, you know, 16 year old me is like still relating to this. And like, that means a lot to me. Um, and I think that with Ariana is like her music stood still and let people join and leave. Whereas Taylor moved with her fan base. And I think, um, I don't think there's a wrong approach to it. It's just like me explaining myself to be like why I don't necessarily listen to her music anymore. And I'm willing for her to prove me wrong. I'm willing to her. I will listen to her, all of her music like that she releases. Ne- like if she releases a new album soon, I will listen to it. I will give it a chance. And if it's I, I barely listen to positions, to be honest, like I didn't like it. Yeah. I listened to it a few times and just didn't stick and then I never really listened to it. So like if she's willing to put out an album that I absolutely love and like prove me wrong, then I will be gladly proven wrong. (laughs) No, I think you've summed it up perfectly. Like that's as, as much as like, that's what she's obviously enjoys writing or like she's, that's what she like sings and everything it is like you've said Mm -hmm. like perfectly i think with the whole like she's catered to an audience that like that focus has stayed stagnant whereas the audience and the the fan base have grown so it is kind of just like left them behind but yeah you summed up really like probably better than like i've seen someone put but it's true and um thank you (laughs) okay you're just taking taking notes from the from a from the biggest what do you call Ariana Grande fans? Is it Ariana Arianators? Arian, Arian. Yeah, Arianators. Yeah. Anyway, Iconic. shall we talk about the new Miley and Selena song, Jack? Or well, they're they're two different songs. One is Miley, one is Selena. They didn't make a song together. A collaboration. So that would, be, that cool would be. I don't <laughs> think we're even ready for that. Um, okay. Well, first, let's go with. Let's go with Miley's. This is probably the least list I've listened okay. out of the out of both of them um plot twist or not plot twist i can't get my words right today um but selena gomez <laughs> is like was one of the first people i ever like started listening to like properly oh like, my god fan like me with ariana and like you with with yeah selena, like i had taylor <laughs> um but like pretty much like the first person who i was like who wasn't taylor swift that i was like yeah like that much into um love that so Miley Cyrus used to be young um it was a very different um like I don't know what I was expecting I think going from like flowers and stuff to like this was like Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what what it would be the pacing was so strange like the pacing was like a lot slower I agree I think I was I was kind of expecting it but it's a nice ballad like I think the meaning of it is really nice yeah no fully um it was just like i think just going on to it like in listening to it was just like a it was just like a a shock like it was not a shock but it was like a a nice surprise um but so it's very like slow it's um the message behind it is like also good and it's very different to like i mean we've seen like so many different phases and 
like sides of Miley throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is definitely like a topic she's she's definitely spoke on before. But I think it's easy to get like so lost in our discography because everything's so different. But this is a nice, and I don't know if this means that the stuff coming up from Miley is going to be like this, or if this is is a one off. I think it's probably a one off, right? Because because flowers was flowers was kind of like that. Um, so I, yeah. maybe this like whole era will be like that. Well, it, it just the way this song, what this song talks about, is like very, it's it's exciting because if the if even if this the rest of the album's not like this pace or or anything, but if it's like a if it's like an album about her, like just pretty pretty much like allowing herself to accept the past and like realize mm-hmm. that like while obviously she like it was a lot like she doesn't regret it and she was able she was her, like her authentic self at that point in time like that's yeah. like it's like she's let go of everything and if this is what the album's going to be then that's so exciting because i think that's where you get the most out of an artist is where they kind of feel free finally and like don't have any yeah. like regrets or anything about the past um because mm-hmm. this so used to but be but this know, is like a reissue right because endless summer vacation already came out i'm i'm like yeah I don't. I don't follow Miley that much, so I'm asking. Not in your dad. For, so I'm gonna. You know. I'm gonna quote. Okay. I'm gonna quote genius here. Um, much like promotion for the first single, endless summer. So endless summer vacation flowers. Cyrus started teasing. Used to be young. Uh, with posters. Um, with iconic verses. Uh, from previous singles on August fourteenth. Um. Mm-hmm. In celebration of my new single release, endless summer vacation backyard session continues. Uh. I love you for loving every version of me, always, Miley. Yeah, I think it's just... Um, it's like a vault track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's cool. <laughs> but it's a nice one. I don't know. It's, I don't know how else to describe no, it. That's I how I like right. took it when you said it. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It's like... Okay. Yeah. We're not, like, to... Endo- we l- this is another artist that we just listen to for fun. Like, we're not... Yeah, um, we're not like stands. You know, like when you listen to an artist just to listen to them, but you don't like follow everything. That's us. Yeah. Right now, so. But we like. The, we're sorry. Yeah, we we like mainly, but it's just yeah, we're not. This is the yeah. problem with this because we want to fill everybody in and like update and. We didn't do enough research because yeah. we're stupid. <laughs> we're like we're really busy during the week, right? We need to. I need or whoever needs to do the research and needs to. to like, we need a blurb. We need somebody to like give us a blurb. Honestly, anyway um that's fun and yeah i think it was pretty good i think the meaning of the song like it goes back to exactly what we were saying about like young disney artists and like they're held to completely different standards as other people and all of this kind of stuff and it's 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 nice that like i it's nice that she's able to like put that into a song and everything i think it's it's quite touching and maybe not the most like relatable thing for the general public, but it's still like something that everybody remembers. Like everybody remembers when Miley did like the wrecking ball shit. And like, that wasn't even like that bad, but the general public took it a little bit too far, but everyone remembers that. And so like, you know, now being like disconnected from it for so long to like release a song like this, it's quite touching. Oh yeah. You're right, and it's um, sometimes a nice window into like how an artist is feeling. You don't hear from them too often For about sure. this stuff, this stuff. So, yeah. um, it definitely was 
a shock like everything coming from like but then again it's only a shock because they like because she was told to follow this pattern that worked with other releases from different people that were like from tv so like it was just a shock because she came from that and like just pretty much discarded it and done her own thing and that's why it was a shock to everybody um so like sick that she was able to like just be like nah i'm not doing that yeah and do her own thing like um it's not everybody's thing but at least like if it made her happy and if it was like what she wanted to make at that time then that's so fun um yeah we love that now on to another it's really weird because this song was also um originally written for rare um mm-hmm. uh, and then discarded um so there's another vault track wow yeah, look at the mm-hmm. everybody's doing them now they're so cool we actually i would love this <laughs> see if people would just release like old songs from like albums that we love that'd be so good um so she quoted you'll be you all have been asking for new music for a while since i'm not quite done with sg3 uh, i wanted to put out a fun little song i wrote a while back that's perfect for the end of summer and she's right because it is perfect for the end of the summer it is it's such a vibe i love this song it's it's pretty much again what we go back to i feel like selena gomez's (laughs) music is very reminiscent of like older pop music and Oh yeah, it's just like yeah. I don't know what it is. You just it's just a vibe. Um, mm-hmm. So good. And the music video for it as well, um, awesome. And obviously, it's produced by Benny Blanco and Cashmere Cat. Benny Blanco works on like every single song that's popped off. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't. Cashmere Cat is. Uh, I love Cashmere Cat, so it's not like surprising that I like the song too. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've never even realized. Oh, they, oh, they usually okay. I never realized they worked on so much stuff with like Benny at the same time. They've got like obviously their own stuff as well, but there's like a lot of songs that yeah. are like okay, yeah, that's sick. Okay, I'm not too much into the producer world. I know Benny because of like a, an artist I really like is like they're like friends and that's yeah. Um, but single soon is uh, very fun. It's just kind of like a um. You know what? Okay, so see when this was announced, I didn't understand. I thought she meant she would have a single coming out soon. You said that last week, <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, and that's true. <laughs> like I actually did think that. Um, but it was <laughs> once I understood the meaning of it, you can kind of get a feel for what the song's going to be by the lyrics, it, by the song title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't think she disappointed here, and it is just a bop. It's good. Um, and we seen Taylor like kind of break her like Instagram like promotion streak and. and um, she i mean she would do anything for selena so it's i don't iconic. i'm not surprised and it's iconic that she used me thanks because i love that that girl's on twitter yeah. where is she where is she where's her freaking burner account um <laughs> thinks. So but yeah anyway really good song absolutely love yeah it was just a wee flashback to like to 20 2013 2014 um there's not too much to say because it is just like a these songs are, are written um, and were like meant to be released previously, so they are written for like kind of albums and like thing projects released in the past. But this song definitely does fit on Rare. Like I think if oh, it yeah. was on Rare, I would it would like I wouldn't think like oh this is out of place or weird. Like I, it's nice to see like a song that was that's so good that was like left on the cutting room floor just to like see it see the light of day. Like it's scary because this crazy. must happen for so much. Like think of the songs we're not. Oh, it happens so much. 
like i mean i remember when good enough came out from Maisie, and i'm sorry i'm bringing back to this just like i think she wrote good enough like two years before it came out or whatever and like the producer um on good enough was like you know we wrote this song just thinking just for fun and we we never thought that anybody would hear it um and it's like that's crazy to think about like there are so many songs that artists just sit down and write because they feel like writing because that's their hobby that's their passion and they make music and nobody ever gets to hear it because it doesn't fit with an album release cycle or it doesn't fit with an album's vibe and it's just there it's just a song that we might never hear and like there are so many songs like that from so many artists and it makes me happy that like taylor's done the vault track thing and kind of encouraged other artists to do the same which is really nice because like obviously we're never going to hear everything but it's nice to have extras (laughs) yeah keep it coming genuinely i'm here for it um talk about taylor taylor mexico Mm -hmm. so taylor played in mexico city the last four nights very fun the crowd there was insane so loud and i think it kind of goes to show like obviously in a country where taylor has never been before the energy is going to be like that like so much more exciting and i think taylor's going to so many countries she's never been to before on this tour so i'm really excited to see that energy like carry over into all of those different countries that she hasn't been to yet um before and like so many people who probably have never had opportunities to see taylor um getting that opportunity is really exciting so if you're going to one of those shows i would love to hear your experience so if you're going to any show whether it be like a country taylor's never been to or country taylor has been to um so you can tweet at us dm us your stuff we will like if you have videos that you take at taylor shows at any concerts or anything and you want us to talk about on the podcast yeah or like you want to share with us you can join our discord send it to us you can tweet it at us you can dm us on our personal accounts on our podcast account we see everything we are not that famous so (laughs) we see everything um (laughs) No, it's, but, yeah. it's been really fun. I think you see the reactions from these people, and um, it it's sad that it's taken this long, but it is really exciting that like mm-hmm. we get to through the power of social media experience like their reactions with them for the first time, and it is really sweet because it's, so it's just like they're so sweet. happy and like and um and it's like a whole stadium. Like obviously there are people in there who have seen Taylor before, yeah. but majority because it's a country she's never been to majority of the people in there have probably never seen taylor before which is crazy and like and really exciting and they you know mexico was just like they ha- they opened like the arena next door and people were like sitting in that arena and like singing along yeah um as well which is so freaking amazing like taylor literally selling out like a stadium and an arena <laughs> next door which is like, um which doesn't even have view of anything literally just sound yeah. um She's wild. And then surprise songs wise is interesting for me because she sang, um, I don't know exactly, I'm missing it, but each night she sang one midnight song and then one other song that uh, she hadn't played before. And I'm wondering like, because she's doing so many more days now, if she's like gonna do one midnight song every night to like make up for like to like stick with these made up rules that she made up anyway and have never been a thing on previous 
tours she's that she's done surprise songs. She, yeah. Does she do, honestly um, be better just to run through them all and then start again? Honestly, that's what I thought. I thought, okay, maybe like start of 2024, she's going to just start again. Um, and like she'll she'll do different songs for like the Latin America dates because that's still in 2023. Yeah. Um, but she done four Midnight songs and then four other songs. So interesting. They got like Afterglow, Cornelia Street, which we never thought Taylor would play Cornelia Street, but yeah. she played it. And she played it interestingly, not to be drama, not talk about drama, but like Joe's in New York right now, and she was playing Mexico, and then she played Cornelia yeah. Street, which is like, you know. Anyway, that's fun. We're really happy for the Mexican fans, and it seemed like such a good time. The crowd was crazy, so um, yeah, that's fun. Another big thing is there was a movie trailer that had a snippet of look what you made me do taylor's version which jack what were your thoughts on that i loved it yeah i'm a rep girly so it sounds <laughs> awesome and there is people that are like oh i can't tell the difference and i get that like it is hard in a trailer but you can hear the production like changes yeah and stuff. but also like some production changes are like on scores as well so it might not yeah, be like fully but you can hear it um but yeah it does sound it, i think when we ever get a, a new re-recording it just sounds a lot more mature like her voice has is, is grown even since rep like i think you can just hear the way she pronounces things and and the way she like yeah. sings certain things and it, it's really exciting um and i think people are thinking about like how like fearless original versus tv sounds it's like yeah i mean that was so much yeah. longer before rep like obviously they're going to sound a little more similar because her voice is more similar to her like rep voice than to her like fearless voice for example so yes it's gonna sound similar but like that's isn't that the point <laughs> yeah like you, people are complaining <laughs> that that fearless and like they're worried and i'm one of the people that are worried about debut and like obviously they're gonna sound so different um but there's people that are like complaining that they sound really different but then like the whole point of it is to try and make them yeah. sound as similar as possible because it's like it's mm -hmm. to try and like not to like take anything away from the original albums it's to like just like pretty much own the albums in her own way like and the way she sung them originally is sometimes the way she obviously like wants them to be done so like she's gonna try and keep them to as much as she can originally and um, but she does go through and change like certain things and but that's just again like her maturing and her like her vocals and stuff improving over the years since she released albums she realized she could maybe do a bit more in certain areas or or do certain things but the whole point of it was to make them sound as similar as possible so people are never happy to be honest so yeah we are excited for rep tv which is coming next august yes um nice if i keep saying it it'll happen <laughs> yeah, right yeah. <laughs> um anyway two years of you signed up for this is our last topic of this week um Iconic. you signed up for this was released two years ago yesterday which is crazy yeah. and um i don't know this album means a lot to me this album connected me to Maisie fans love that um which is like most of my life nowadays like um, a lot of my friends are Maisie fans you know like a lot of my friends i know because of Maisie. a lot a lot of my best friends i know because of Maisie now and it's like this album was the reason that i know those people i like, met them in freaking you signed up for this tour cues and like i just i i don't know and like this album is like it means so much to me and like 
a debut album of an artist like comparing it to yours truly as well like a debut album of an artist that you love so much it's just like nothing will ever come close that you've like been waiting for because like you've been a fan before that and stuff is like nothing will ever come close to that for me and that's really exciting and special and i am very proud of Maisie for releasing another album in that time which is crazy and you know how many more people like you signed up for this for me was like really Maisie's career taking off like I think like I'm trying and stuff was like kind of like her first like TikTok viral kind of song yeah what kind of got her growth and then Kate's brother and, and everything like that after that so but you signed up for this as like the launching pad for all of that and for her to be able to do all of this stuff today um you know she got to tour with ed and everything like that and that's so exciting and it's crazy that's been two years it's not feel like two years i don't even know when i when did you was it the end of 2021 that you introduced or was it the start of 2022 i I can't remember but it's been really fast um i think it was the start of 2022 was it yeah oh yeah because yeah maybe no came out in yeah i think it was yeah. i'm trying to think back but I'm... it came out in 2021 i think yeah. it was it was either the end or the start of tw- yeah something around there that i told you about Maisie. yeah so it's not been like as long for me but it, um it's it's i think i still to this day prefer you signed up for this over the good witch just because of how many songs on that you signed up for this um mm-hmm. are more i just have like a, a lot of meaning um to mm-hmm. me i yeah I, very like going from like Maisie's singles um and original like, eps and stuff to 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 you signed up for this there was like a definitely jump in styles for some songs and everything oh yeah for sure um but it's like something that worked out really well like you go back to your old stuff you love it like it's so good and then you go to like you signed up for this such a jump but it is like so many amazing songs like i don't think there's ever a skip um on like mm-hmm. there's not a skip and there's not a skip on the good witch either but then you jump from you signed up for this um to the good witch and there is still like a jump there but everything sounds amazing it's very the album is so awesome what's your favorite song quickly before like so what was your villain. favorite song originally to now villain and villain villain and villain okay that's <laughs> iconic no that is that is, that is good because mine is talking to strangers and talking to strangers so it's literally not oh, changed love that um, love that um, we have such good yeah. taste well but volcano also a good song um villain amazing song outdoor pool just like everything like hollow yeah uh, and boy even though she doesn't really like boy i just want to hear boy live and i've not and i'm sad. oh it's boy live is so good i you didn't go to the ed tour she sang no, it on the ed tour sad i know she's back on tour with ed right now which is fun it's like a full in circle. america yeah yeah different different set list though but yeah because boy was on the you signed up for this tour set list but she didn't do headline shows in the uk or europe for you signed up for this tour she just did ed shows uh well she did she i think she sang boy in the uk during her you signed up for this release shows but anyway that was OG enough. um you weren't you didn't introduce me fast enough Ray. i'm sorry <laughs> anyway <laughs> she will you got to hear you're just a boy and i'm kind of the man i mean so did i but yeah you know close enough <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, that's true, 
If you're not a Macy um, fan, listen, listen to Macy. Honestly, I don't think there'll be anybody that regrets listening to Macy after hearing her for the first time. I think that's it for today. We will see you guys. I think next week we're going to do a not going to have an episode next week but we will have an episode the week after yeah we will talk about olivia's new album then which is so exciting, exciting. <laughs> i'm gonna be a london boy next week so mm-hmm. and... oh i forgot to mention one thing about taylor um yeah you mentioned london boy and it just clicked oh, my head uh sorry <laughs> um it was the first four shows that sabrina opened for taylor yeah um And a lot of her nonsense outros were, like, clean. Three of four of them. Uh, (laughs) It was funny. But they were good. I mean, I I don't know how she's going to do it playing, like, seven nights in a row in a city. But it'll be fun. (laughs) I I said to my friend that I don't know if this will be the same for her shows in, like, two years' time. But nonsense is, like, one of her most popular songs. So I feel Mm -hmm. really bad because I feel like for the next, like, at least, like, maybe one two tours nonsense is gonna have to be a song on there and she's gonna have to come up yeah. with different outros for every single show every and time she's only gonna get bigger and do more shows and it's like how how are you gonna do oh, that it's hilarious um because there is anyway. only so much things you can see but the set the set is stunning sorry i have to say yes, that the black and white and the, the, the stylization of it is so the cool. picture to burn intro yes yes so fun oh. sorry uh, we didn't talk about that i just i forgot about it until this moment i'm sorry no, that was a good callback because that, that is yeah <laughs> iconic but check out anyway the podcast on any pot fat any podcast platform i'm really bad at this um or youtube tiktok uh, twitter, twitter instagram do it um we're yeah we'll get back on the the shorts and everything been slacking but um I hope you guys liked my Maisie concert videos from a while ago, though. They're fun. Yeah, they were really fun. It was like, yeah. I've never been that Barricade before, but I was able to see Barricade Maisie, and that was fun. If you've not seen it, go check out the show. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you not next week, but the next game week. Um, maybe Olivia's stuff we'll see, uh-huh. but bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.